Yo, yo, what's going on, family? Uh, welcome, tribe. It's 2023 and it's about to end. <laughs> We're in December. It's currently the 21st of December, 2023. And for everyone who's felt like they've had a wonderful year, I am so glad to hear it. And um, yes, I'm so glad you've had a wonderful, wonderful year. And there's obviously going to be some people who feel like they haven't had quite the best year, you know, and it's it's okay. I think the end of the year is... is sometimes a good time for some people and for other people it's like yeah i'm just glad i made it to the end of the year regardless of where you stand it's all good i'm proud of you i'm so proud of you and more most importantly god is proud of you so well done for making it to the end of the year yeah let's just talk about how the year has been let's go Yes, yes. Welcome, family. <laughs> you know what? I, if there's one thing I've definitely struggled with this year is being consistent with this podcast. And I know, I know, I, I can hear it. I can hear everyone saying right now, Samuel, I've been DMing you about pods. Where's the next episode coming? I am so, I edge you. I'm sorry now. Sorry. I Sorry, sorry, sorry. But for real, it's one thing that I've really struggled and this podcast is for me to actually just say the things that I have struggled to do. I want to talk about the things that have been, you know, a success for me this year and other things that I wish I did better. And hundred percent, the tribe podcast is one thing that I wish I did a lot better. And I'll tell you why the end of the year came and you know how Spotify wrapped comes out and it's like, Oh, here's your top five. And you get those random Spotify rap that's got Dunsin and Nicki Minaj in the same one. Hey, listen, Hey, it's not even a shot, but if the shoe fits, <laughs> the shoe fits, right? But you get those random, you know, um, Spotify top fives and then they have the podcast now. It's like, it's such an interesting thing. It's like, whoa, like top five Spotify wrapped podcast and the tripod was on so many people's top fives. And I'm like, we, re I generally dropped about what? Five, six, five episodes the whole of the year. If it was five. If because me and Tommy always have conversations like, oh, you need to drop more podcasts. I generally had about probably five pods for the whole year, but it still made it to the top of people's pods. So which means either it's been re-listened to, um, which is a great thing. It's like, yo, thank you so much. Like I have slacked heavily on this pod and I'm making myself a challenge and I'm putting this on the pod so you can hold me accountable to this. It's going to be crazy, but I think we can go for a pod a week in 2024. I do not know how this is going to happen, by the way. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even know, right? <laughs> I might just be setting myself up for, for some next failure, right? However, I think there are so many things where I, there's so many ways where I can realign my time in terms of prioritizing this podcast but to everyone who checked for me in 2023 podcast wise thank you thank you so much like the ratings on spotify are crazy we've got so many five stars on apple podcast as well on google podcast amazon every single place the love is real so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and i'm actually sorry that i haven't been as consistent it's been a crazy year for me in so many so many so many ways and in all honesty i have struggled to to find time to do the things that I really love. I feel like I've been a bit on autopilot 
just getting by. All right, cool. Now's um, EP season, it's album season. All right, get recording, get get creative, be in the studio. And it's all my time going into this. And I was traveling a lot. I think I, I, I moved into a new apartment for those people who didn't know. I moved into the apartment in February and I'm about to move out next February. And I can count how many weekends I spent in my house. I can count it on probably one hand or maybe two. It's not a lot for one year, you know, it's crazy how much I traveled and I do not regret it. However, I wish I spent more time on the pod. So thanks for the love. I just wanted to take the first few minutes of this episode to say thank you so much. I'm grateful and I do not take it for granted for listening to me on audio because it's not visual as well. You must really check for this, you know, so I do not take it for granted and I want to be super consistent in 2024. So help me God, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so I was thinking what what has been the things that I have learned this year and the thing that has, you know, probably stuck out to me the most. I would say my faith, my faith has grown phenomenally, if that's even a word. Like I have had so many profound encounters with God this year that has strengthened my faith. And I think you need that as a believer. You need occasions of encounters. As a believer, I just think you need reminders of the supernatural life that you're living. I believe that when you come to Christ, you stop living a normal life. You just you just do. Everything you now um, experience and live out is simply by the Spirit. And if you're led by the Spirit, you're, you're going to have supernatural encounters and reminders that your life is no longer normal. So this could look like God supernaturally providing for you financially and um, God taking care of you. The fact that you're, you just have a God consciousness of your whole life in a whole new way than you did before you came into Christ. So this year, there were so many things that reminded me that, yes, I am loved by God. I am saved by him. He has me in the palm of his hands. And it's crazy saying that because this year hasn't been the easiest year by a stretch. It's actually been the most difficult. And I often find, I don't know if it's like growing up, like the older I get, the more challenging sometimes things become. But the more I'm drawn to dependency on Jesus Christ, because I'm realizing that almost if I don't have Jesus in my life or on my side, I will crash and burn. Like facts, facts, if not for Jesus who was on my side, this life would have finished me long, long, long time ago. Um, so, so many encounters, so many ways that God provided supernaturally, so many divine connections, things that you just can't explain. Like, how do I know this person? How have I met this person? Like I was texting uh, a mentor of mine recently and I was just like, yo, God, how did you line this up for me? Uh, and there's so many people with the same encounters. This year, you really just came into the knowledge of the supernatural, like God has just opened your eyes, whether it's even seeing um, visions, having dreams and seeing it come to pass or laying your plans before the Lord of things that look so impossible that you know as you're, you know them ones when you're praying, you're, <laughs> you have faith, you have faith, so don't give me, it's not like you don't have faith, you have faith, but as you're praying, you're just like, ah, God, Ah, if this one is too much, don't worry, you can just do small, just do small. But this, because you know that what you're praying for sounds so like unreal and you just be grateful if God just even attempted it. <laughs> Those kind of prayers. And you've now seen God just do like the Bible says, exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you could have ever imagined for yourself. Your best case scenario in 2023, God 
exceeded that, crazy. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. And I think as a believer, we need more occasions of that where God just does so much or does something or just brings us to a place of recognition of what he's already doing, even if it's not so obvious. What I mean by that is sometimes you might be praying for one particular thing and God just opens your eyes to see the other ways that he's looking out for you, the other ways that he's blessing you, the other things that he's doing behind the scenes that you haven't even thanked him for. And then you start to come into a place of gratitude where you start to say, God, wow, you're doing so many supernatural things beyond what I can see that I'm not even thanking you for. And you start to be remorseful because you say, God, please forgive me for not even being grateful. If that's all that happened to you this year, that is a beautiful thing because having that God consciousness of how big your God is and having that the, the awareness that he's doing so much behind the scenes that you're not grateful for is a great place to be as we go into the new year. So that's just one part of what God has been doing in my life. Another thing that God has actually been showing me is that I am more than the music. Now, the backstory behind this, and this is something I want to share with every creative who's listening to this, is God can give you a gift, but ultimately your purpose can um, can affect how that gift is being used. So I think we all have a divine purpose on this earth, which is to love God and love people and make his love be known to other people by the way we live our lives. So regardless of what you do, whether you're an accountant, whether you're a dancer, whether you're an artist, whether you're a, uh, a pastor, whatever it is, we all have the same purpose, which is to know God and allow other people to to experience his love through our lives. That's the purpose, that the purpose. Now, for me, the way I've kind of done that in the past is through music. And if I'm being honest, there were periods where I definitely shoehorned God to only use the music for me to be a light to other people. And that's just me being real. I'm just keeping it 100. So one of the biggest things that God has taught me this year is the music is a vehicle and not the destination. The music is simply a, a means to an end to fulfilling that ultimate purpose that you know I just spoke about. And if I'm being honest, that wasn't easy for me to accept because I've spent my last seven years, the last seven years of my life chasing music and just creating and just being the very best I can be, being in a space where God can use me to create art and create good music and create good content that can bless lives. Of course it can bless lives, but also draw men closer to God. And God has kind of stripped me off all of that this year and saying, the music is great. But your assignment can really change, my bro. Like in in a, in a month, God can say, all right, music done out. Go and teach at a school in a certain country that I'm going to tell you because that's where your, your assignment is for the season. I have to be obedient enough to drop everything and flow with God's voice. So what I am saying and what I've learned is purpose stays the same, but assignment can change. Your purpose is to love God and make God known but your assignment can be to work as an accountant in a firm because in that space, God will use you so mightily to draw other people to him. Your assignment can change from then. God can say, all right, go work in this place or go do this or go do that. Part of our obedience as believers is trusting God's sovereignty that in whatever way he sees fit for us to be used, we are ready to be used. Hence why we're called vessels because as vessels, I don't, okay, I might, this might be a totally wrong, let me just put a disclaimer out there real quick. Still, 
Vessels simply transfer blood to the heart, I believe. I think that's what they do. I might be wrong. But in and of themselves, they cannot do anything. They're simply methods of transportation for the, the blood to flow. So if I see myself as a vessel, then I am just somebody that can be used for others to encounter Christ. In and of myself, I am not self-sufficient. It's what I am carrying. Whew. It's what I'm carrying that's the real juice for other people to experience Christ. It's what's inside of me. So if I just avail myself to be a vessel, then God sees me fit and can use me in any way he sees fit. That, my friends, has been something that I found hard to take because after doing this for such a long time, you almost start to shoehorn your um, usability to only one stream. And I had to repent of that because God is like, dude, I, it, this music thing is just a means to an end. It's just the way I've called you to do it in this season. But you have to be ready to change if, if I say go. And that was hard. And I realized how you know disobedient I actually was by trying to shoehorn God to use me in the way that I wanted to be used rather than in the way that he wanted to use me. So to every creative out there, even though you've been working at something for so long, yes, God has called you to something. Understand the difference between your purpose and your assignment. Your purpose stays the same, but your purpose can also happen in different environments. You don't have to, you, you don't have to be in control of the environment where God can use you. Does that make sense? I, I really hope it does because it took me a long time to get this. And I just hope this can be an encouragement to someone out there who's, who's maybe in the same position God's assignment for you can change from time to time, but his purpose always stays the same. It's a purpose given to everyone, big or small, young or old. God has a divine purpose for you to love him and make him known on this earth. So I was also thinking about the other side of the coin. There are some things that at the start 2023, you know, like the crossover service and, the, you know, the pastor says, oh, what do you want to believe God for? What are you believing God for in 2023? God has shown me his mercy in so many ways. There are a lot of things that, you know, where felt like unfulfilled promises or unfulfilled prayers rather, uh, rather than promises because God's promises always, always come to pass. Um, but unfulfilled prayer points that I had and things that I wanted to achieve and things that I wrote down that maybe didn't happen. And there were periods where it did bring me down. It did weigh me down. There were things that I lost this year that really upset me, um, whether it's finances, whether it's friendships, you know, we don't talk about that a lot. But as we grow older, I realized that um, certain friendships are going to be seasonal and it's okay. I, I also have to remember that some people are in your life for a period of time to bless you and uh, for you to bless them, for that to be mutual benefit or maybe not mutual benefit, but God orchestrates everything according to his perfect will. And some friendships are not meant to last forever, but that's okay. That's also something that I had to get <laughs> with the program and just, although it hurts, it's, it's true. And it's okay. Like it's, it doesn't have to end in beef. It doesn't have to end in a quarrel, but it's just a realization. Um, so lost things, lost friendships, um, lost seeming opportunities um, in God's perfect will in mind just not have been for me. But there were, there were definitely things that I wanted this year that perhaps didn't come to pass. And how I got over that was 
first of all, the word of God, knowing that his promises are yes and amen. And if I believe in God's sovereignty, then it has to change the way I view losses. It has to change the way I view bad moments and bad seasons. You can't say God is sovereign and then hold on your head that God did not deliver on something. Like it, those two are, they can't exist in the same space. So if you're saying that God is sovereign over your life, that means you trust his timing and his plan. You trust his timing and his plan. So you trust his plan if things don't, um, happen as you prayed for you trust that okay god in your perfect will which is why you know it's always nice to say you know if god wills it this will happen or if that doesn't happen because you always remind yourself that at the end of the day these things or this or that would only happen if god wills it if he doesn't in his perfect wisdom then i have to be ready to say all right it wasn't for me and you also have to trust his his timing um, God's time is always the best. It's something that we always say, God's time is the best. So if God says not yet, you have to trust that whenever he does decide to bring it is the best time for you. The Bible says for everything, there is a time and a season in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, oh my. You know that you know the yeah you know the one I'm talking about e Ecclesiastes chapter three <laughs> for everything there is a time and a season a time for every activity under the sun. Um, I would encourage you to go and read that chapter again, just to encourage yourself in the Lord, really. And as you're reading it, can I can I encourage you to read it from a space of total surrender? to God's timing because sometimes we read oh there's a time for everything under the sun but our motive behind reading that is kind of reminding God that he needs to do something for you no 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 don't read it from that point of view read it in total surrender and as you're reading it let your heart posture be God I trust you and even though it's hard to understand I'm choosing to trust you that you have the best plan for my life so if you decide that it's not time for me to have something I am choosing to trust your plan and please father help me to find contentment in the waiting season finding true contentment in you not finding contentment in the fact that what you're praying for is about to happen any day now no just finding contentment in and finding joy in Jesus family I promise you the enemy loves when you know things don't seemingly come as we've prayed for it because he always tries to remind you you know or tries to tell you that God is not good because he hasn't given you what you've been praying for that is such a lie from the pit of hell and if I'm being honest full transparency moment I had seasons this year where the enemy's voice was definitely very loud when it came to like unfulfilled um prayers like hearing that oh God God must not you know love you because he didn't do this for you or God must not care about you if he didn't do that for you. I had to really silence the voice of the devil by, you know, filling myself with more of the word of God and generally knowing that God has the perfect plan for me. Perfect, not because it's rosy, perfect, not because it means um, I'm never going to have L's, quote unquote L's, but perfect because ultimately he gets the glory from my life. And I have to be content with the fact that God is my joy. God is my hope. God is my peace. He is, he is, he is my peace. And I had to encourage myself with the word of God and silence in the voice of the enemy because you can so easily start to enter a space of discontentment and unhappiness and your joy is just seeping away from you every single day. If you allow the enemy to speak 
negativity over your life. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Honestly, that verse brought me so much comfort because I could almost just feel weightless and just rest in the fact that, yes, I can make plans. Yes, having the mind of Christ means that I pray for the same things that will glorify him. Of course, of course. But it's also like desires that I have and, you know, needs and wants that things that I would love to have. But knowing that I just can rest in the arms of my father, knowing that everything that I ask for, he would give things that are in his will, according to his perfect wisdom at his time, he would grant them to me. And if he decides in his will and in his wisdom that I'm not ready for something, because at the end of the day, the things we might be asking for, God knows that we're just not ready for. There's just that part of it that God is just saying, dude, if I give you this thing, you're going to become proud and um, you're going to stop praying as much or as fervently as you are right now. And God is just like, because we have to remember God's ultimate like desire for us is communion and fellowship with him. So anything that will cut off that in his wisdom, he might not choose to give it to us at the time that we truly want it. God wants your heart. God wants your time. God wants your communion. He wants to fellowship with you every single day. And he wants that intimacy and that closeness. So I guess in everything that has happened this year, I can sit here and say, God, regardless of whatever I got or didn't get this year, thank you. Thank you because you were still looking out for me, even in the times that you said no. You were still looking out for me in the times you said not yet. And I trust your will. I trust your way. And I'm going to follow you to the end. I'm going to follow you to the end. So I'm just going to say a quick prayer for everyone who may not have had, you know, the best year, you know, in the world. But um, yeah, I'm just going to say a quick prayer because that's just what's on my heart right now. I know it's not easy. I know coming to the 31st of December, it just feels like, man, just another year gone and nothing's happened. Yeah, we should cast all of our burdens, all of our cares to the Lord because he he's really there to take them all and we have to leave them at the altar. So let's just do that in this moment. Father in heaven, we thank you because you're sovereign, you're good. You're always good. Regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstance, you remain good. And it's so so joyful to know that we serve a God who cares about every detail of our lives, the things that we see, the things that we don't see. We also want to thank you for working in spaces that we didn't even pray for. There's things that we didn't even ask you for, but you just did because you're that good to us. And we want to thank you for the year we have had, the highs, the lows and everything in between. And we ask that we would just come into a, a season of thanksgiving, regardless of how the year has gone. May our hearts be burst with joy and gratitude for keeping us for sustaining us till this moment and you who have kept us till this moment you will continue to keep us into the new year and beyond and father we want to ask for mercy and ask for forgiveness for the times that we haven't been grateful for the times that you've done things for us and we haven't come back to say thank you just like the parable of the 10 lepers lord we always want to be that one who came back to say thank you and forgive us for the times where we've acted like the nine who never came back to say thank you lord we are grateful our hearts are truly grateful because you care for us and lord god we also want to surrender our will to yours we want to just say take over take control as we move into the new year may we move into it with the mindset that your will 
is what's going to come to pass and help us to, yes, make plans. Yes, help us to be disciplined in our timekeeping and and the things that we even request. Help us to lay all of these things before you, but help us to also leave space for you to be God and help us to stop trying to play God and trying to do things by our own strength. We surrender all the power to you. We give all the glory to you. And Father, we silence the voice of the enemy speaking negativity into our hearts speaking doubt, speaking fear, you know, speaking worry into our hearts as we go into the new year. We silence that voice and we pray that your voice and your word will be the loudest in our hearts. Give us faith, give us boldness, give us courage as we enter the new year and help us to trust you wholeheartedly. This we pray in the name that is above every other name, the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So yeah, family, happy, happy new year in advance. Merry Christmas and all that good stuff. I hope you get to enjoy some time with your family um, and your loved ones. And if you're by yourself, God is with you and he's always with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, if you're able to find a group of uh, a community that you can hang around this Christmas, just so you're not feeling alone or by yourself, please, I encourage you to do so. Um, yeah. I don't want anyone to be alone this Christmas, but if you also want to have some quiet time to yourself and just meditate and, you know, you know, chill by yourself and pray into the new year, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just, um, yeah, I, I, me as a person, I don't like people being alone, uh, especially during Christmas season. So yeah, it's all good. I'm sending you lots and lots and lots and lots of love. Um, God loves you and he has an insane, insane plan for your life, which is just going to be beautiful. So I'm going to see you in 2024. So much great content happening and coming soon. And uh, yeah, I'm going to love you and leave you. It's your boy Samuel. Have a wonderful new year ahead. Blessings. <laughs>